welcome to the 202nd episode of Black Girl Brunch. My name is Iman. And I'm Sabria. We just love a, a 202. Yeah, 202. How are you doing, girl? I'm doing swell. We just took a walk, um, much needed walk. Um, that felt so adult, like taking a walk after work. I love taking a walk anytime but especially like after work it just makes it feel like you're a kid like how it's like oh my god i want to hurry up and get off of school so i can go outside and play yeah that's how i feel at the the very work day like i need some fresh air i need some some sunlight Mm -hmm. let me go explore yes and also like now for the the time being we are going to be recording in the same space I know, I know. Second week doing it, and I love it honestly because it reminds me of our back in the day. Yeah, <laughs> when we would record every episode in person. Like, yes, that used to be the standard. Yeah. Uh, but um, I'm so excited for today's show. Oh, how am I doing? I'm doing the yeah. same way. I'm literally doing the same way. Of course, sleepy, but what's new? Yeah. Um, I just feel like I'm so happy that we're having this show because I know that like myself like I speak for myself when I say I've been feeling really really like just like weird because of all this news I didn't think that what has happened recently with Roe v Wade could happen you know I really did in my back of my mind I just felt like no like people can't do that like they it has, and it's just like every fucking day I learned things can happen so it was just like even wrapping my mind around the fact that people have been so consistent and for 50 years they actually got their way in 2022 it's just wild because there's so many things that happen where you're like oh like everything is so progressive like we're moving forward and then it's like something that just sets everything back it's so wild to watch I feel like especially as like a millennial and like somebody that's like Gen Z, like it's so weird to watch because like we grew up with things being like a progressive. And then at the same time, we have grown up with things that are not yeah progressive. So it's like in the middle, whereas like our parents grew up where shit was just like straight up conservative. Like you were mm-hmm. radical. Like even if you were a woman and you cursed. Like Yeah, you were radical if you were a woman who were just like, I'ma have sex with who I want to. Everybody was like <gasps> <laughs> And then we like were walking down the street and you opened Instagram and, and Megan Sign was like shaking her ass and we felt nothing. It was just like yeah. Yeah. Sorry. So it's so it's such a weird time to be alive. It's such a weird time. Like it's like people always try to figure out what's wrong with um our generation and it's like look at how society has done it it's so conflicting you just never know what's going to happen like so yeah that was definitely a big shocker and it definitely was um because at first it didn't hit me but it started to sink in like when I started to really think about things and I'm just like whoa this is really wild like what else are they going to like uh appeal or like you know what's next you know yeah, like I was thinking about like what's next but also I'm like this is it's like, I be thinking about what's next but I also can't even wrap my head around this like it's, yeah I, this, I can't. like I can't even wrap my head around this and then like I can't even begin to like I know that the next logical question is what's next if they can do this like what else can they do next but it's just crazy and like 
we don't want to do that thing where we go down the rabbit hole and we talk about like all the negative ways that like this overturning of Roe v. Wade may have affected folks because we understand that this is a very sensitive topic. Like it is very real, but I think that like, I, I know I have felt so like just attacked and mentally just dr- drugged through a t- having people talk about, you know, forced births. Like that just sounds so terrible to me i think about the impacts for women the impacts for families the impacts for community the impact for the foster care system the impact for so many different people like it's such a nuanced situation but i also think more than anything about the people who like who this is kind of impacted negatively right away and like i just feel like i want to send them so much love Mm -hmm. and you were saying earlier like the people who who were brave enough to to talk about their experiences mm-hmm. like thank you for that because like that's not easy to have like in such a tough time to have to stand up and be like this is what has happened to me this is why i support this you know reproductive services you know it's a lot the whole point is we all have we all have had enough of unprecedented times and instead of this show being like you know just us talking about all the things that make us angry we're just going to have a space as fems, as black women, to just talk our shit, talk about some things that have been bringing us joy recently, to give a shout out to some women that are just like, some women and like just fems in general mm-hmm. who have been inspiring us, who have been killing it. And like, that's what the show's going to be about. Like, the hell with the format. We're just going to do, <laughs> you know how we do it when we say it? Yeah, exactly. Also, I just want to say before we move on that, um, even though it is a scary time, I'm feel, I feel hopeful because like our generation and like the younger generation are so outspoken and not scared of a lot and not scared to shake shit up. And I feel like it's a lot like I feel like like when our parents were younger, there was only like a handful of people who were weren't scared to shake shit up as opposed to like yeah. there is a lot of people like in our generation who are not afraid to shake things up. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we could definitely do something because there's so many, like there's power in numbers. There's so many of us who are just tired and also just not afraid. Cause you're like, well, what the fuck I got to lose? Like, yeah. you know, exactly. so, so much power in being outspoken and like organizing and just educating yourself and, you know, community. So I feel like our generation is trying to get into that, um, like the organizing part and like rebuilding community. Um, so I feel hopeful. Absolutely. Same, same, same. I feel 100% the same. So, you know, again, this is just going to be like a thin picnic. Yes. You know? It's going to be like a little picnic. So remember you was a kid and you would get with your favorite girlfriend. <laughs> and this is probably, I don't know if this is just an East Coast thing. We would play the game MASH. Yes. And it's like you have all these different categories. And MASH did for what? Mansion, apartment, shelter, and house? Which Check. Is- Shack and house. Yeah. yeah. It, like different people will call it different things uh-huh. where I'm from. But you would play a game, you would pick a number, and at the end, you would 
you would find out like what house you're living in, who's your husband, where's your what job you'd be working, your car, location, pet. Sometimes I'd play and some people could throw in a curveball. Like <laughs> you would do your three choices and then your friend, the fourth choice, she would do something real bad, like crazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then you'd be like, you have to see which of the options you're going to get. And it would be so, f- I would play all the time. I love matching all the kids. Me too. I loved it too. And I remember it was on, I think it was on a Brett's website. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, was so excited because I'm into my favorite game. Oh, my shit. Favorite it was on a breast. Oh, then yeah. it definitely was mainstream. If it was on the breast website. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. So we're going to do our own, you know, mash situation. So you first. So for my husband, I would say Amy, um, Amy, I he is so sexy, but I really be forgetting how to pronounce his name, <laughs> which is terrible, right? Yeah. But um, people, whatever, people think I'm sexy and they have they don't pronounce my name right. It happens. <laughs> but yeah, that would definitely be my husband, without a doubt. Um, my job would be um I would definitely be doing something in TV, so I would like to do um obviously directing writing and like some stuff with set design um just like behind the scenes work on in film and tv mm-hmm. um my car um my dream car would be i would i want a pink jeep like i don't care like what brand it is or whatever but i just would love a pink jeep like a Barbie pink Jeep. Ooh. Um, that is like my dream car. Um, my location, uh, typical, you know what? Actually, I want to say my retirement location, um, New Zealand. Mm. That has been ever since, like, sorry to be that girl, but ever since I saw Lord of the Rings as a kid, I've always wanted to live in New Zealand. So that would be my location um, in New Zealand on a farm. And my pet, um, I'm being biased, but I love pit bulls. Mm-hmm. So I definitely want another uh, pit bull. I want a girl pit bull this time because I want to see if there's a... But you got a girl pit bull and she don't listen. But <laughs> No, she don't. <laughs> so, well, I would like to have um, a pit bull and, um, that looks like a, a cow. Like, you mind That dog. is so cute. <laughs> yeah, I will say my dog is, like, the happiest creature in the entire world, although she does not listen. She is very happy. Yeah, I, speaking of, I would like uh, my pet would be, like, a pit bull and a Because I want to live on a farm. Mm. So, the pit bull would protect the other animals. So, definitely a pit bull and some cows. I love it. some chickens. I freaking love that. Um, I would. I just picture me being over all the time. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, so since this, this is my world, okay? Period. Uh, oh, Ima, I what? forgot to say my the um the house part, like the mansion apartment. Oh, but, oh okay. So I would say um I would like to live in a. Sorry, but like I want to live in a mansion. <laughs> I really do want to live in a mansion. Traditional outside, modern inside. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love it. All right, so for me, this is again position it. This is my world. I'm allowed to do what I want, and I'm married to Idris Alba. <laughs> Period. I saw his ass at the BET Awards, <laughs> and I was like, "Huh? He be he looking gooder and gooder. Looks immaculate. Like he looks. Oh my god. So yeah, it's me and Idris. Um, 
my job is that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm an on air host slash, you know, little influencer. Like I'm Tabitha Brown, essentially. Okay. Um, my car is a Range Rover, black on the outside, tan interior. Like I just want it to look very, very sleek, very grown, very much like classic. That's nice. Very classic. I want to look like I can like. Yeah, I'm in Whole Foods, but I'm also able to drive up that's really rough terrain, too. Period. I that's, love that look. That's the goal. Um, The location, again, this is my retirement place. It's Portland right now. Like, it's Portland. It's, like, in a really, really cool, like, misty, historic part with a bunch of greenery surrounding it. It's definitely, like, Portland right now. Like, well, I mean, it's Portland once, like, again, I'm retired. I got the family. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm good to go. Yep. Old girls. We thinking we, that way. Yeah, we old, we're older now, you know? And then, um, my pet is so funny because I said a pit bull or an entire farm. <laughs> it's like, so I'm either going to have one pit bull mm-hmm. or I'm going to have chickens i'm gonna have all of the things because you need something to do i was thinking like when you retire you still want something to do and yeah. upkeep like the upkeep with a farm obviously i would want to have a farm hand too but like that's something to do like you get up at 6 a.m and you know you're dealing with the chickens mm-hmm. and stuff like that but it's funny because like we're vegan so we're not going like they lay eggs they're literally just allowed to live like that's <laughs> they, it it's like a I don't necessarily want chickens though. I want ducks. Oh, yeah. that's the thing. I want it like because the thing is, I'm picturing me living near like a little pond. Yeah. So I'm like, I have like ducks. Like I have a little duck or something. I would have a cow, maybe a horse or something. But yeah. the thing is, I'd be too realistic. I would. Right, horses are a lot of upkeep. They really, really are. Yeah. And also, <laughs> sorry. Also, I'll tell you why I'm laughing after. It's like, <laughs> like little, just little cute things, like a bunch of kittens and dogs and stuff like that, like and, and ducks. Like that would be adorable for me. But I'm talking about how I want to live in a farm. But I was just watching a show called <laughs> The Man That Fell to Earth. I don't know if you've seen it. It's I heard of it. Very good. Mm-hmm. Long story short, there was a scene with a cow birth, and somebody's arm was completely up, like helping that cow give birth. <laughs> and I'm just like I don't know about things. Like I would again, I would have a farm hand for sure. <laughs> I would have a farm hand. I just picture me being like, someone else handle it. In my mind, I feel like I don't know if there's birth control, but I just feel like it's just it would just be that cow. I didn't think about that. I was like, I didn't think in my. I was like, nobody's getting pregnant on my. Farm. Everybody be making it like the farm work is so intense. You know yeah. what I mean? Like people be making it like farm work is just like so hard. So sometimes my brain goes not to the delightful parts, just to the terrible parts. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I gotta balance it out because that's how I'd be scaring myself out of it. Also, you don't have to only have a bunch of like <laughs> traditional farm animals on a farm. Like you really could just have a few animals and a bunch of flowers or something. Yeah, you could domesticated um animals. Exactly. Oh, you didn't say man- mansion, apartment, shack. Or house. 100% a house. Like, I picture myself in, like, a big house, but I'm somebody that likes to know what's going on in every space in my place. <laughs> I also have a very hard... And if I'm, like, the bigger the space is, the more I feel like, what's... What, what is that room down the hall that no one enters in? I don't like that. Like, I feel like I want funny because the reason why I was living here is because I'm going to like hide from my family in yeah I feel like you really <laughs> want that so I feel like a bunch of, and I think that you were, you would utilize the space too 
Like me, I know I would just be like, I would feel like somebody hiding in my house all the time. <laughs> I feel like somebody living in there and I'm like just walking the room like, yo, y'all don't be hearing nothing in this room. I just don't like that. Like the most, the thing is we do have like a third floor in the basement that nobody goes into. So it's normal for me to have some rooms that people just don't, but I like a lived in house. Like I like every room to just be in use and vibrant and just like maybe have a guest room, a room for storage, but that's, I don't want no additional space other than that. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't I like the mansion I'm picturing, I don't want a too many rooms. I really just want a big um like backyard space. That's mm. my whole thing. And also like the front of it, I want like a lot of greenery and just like in a garage. Um mm. and also I want my kids to have their own playground. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I don't want a lot of room. But I do want. I, I'm not gonna lie. It's the idea of like secret rooms in a house where I could just go—that's so exciting. You know what I would like? A shack. I would like a shack or a greenhouse. Like if I could have like, all right, I would have my house. I would have a backyard. I have some land, of course. But also, if I could have like a shack or sh- like that, I can do like a like a, a outdoor garden. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's out, it's like enclosed, kind of like a greenhouse, yeah. but I could be able to like sit in. Cause I always think about if it's raining, I like things like porches, mm-hmm. uh, like outhouses, shacks, garages, like things like that. Because I really do like to be outside. Like yeah. I'm an outside ass girl. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, that's what I want more. So like the outdoor space to be like endless, like an inside. I'm like, mm. long as it's just like nice, I'm good. That's how I feel. I really want the outside to be endless. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Definitely, gardener is living with me. Me and a gardener in the secret yes. room. Oh, I'm definitely gonna be growing my own food. Because sure. like once I learn how to do it myself, what the hell would I need to go to the market for? Like, it's so many people who are who are sustaining like their own way of eating through their gardens. Like people do it in the city actually all the time. But mm-hmm. for me, it's just like. You don't know what the hell's about to happen in the world. Like yeah. I feel like we need to start really going back to ourselves and like it's it would be a privilege yeah. to even have that land to do it. But I'm like, that's what I want to do. Also, side note, it's like a bunch of grants and stuff for black farmers. I love that. Need that. And also another thing, um, this is something that I want to do. And I feel like I'm somebody that once I get money, I will definitely probably be a doomsday prepper. Yeah, for So sure. that's why I want to mention you because I want a panic room or two. Now, I would like a big room for storage, but I don't know about the panic room. I do feel like I will have a bunch of guns on my property, though. Sorry. <laughs> I only Period. care how you feel about it. If you got a big-ass property, like, also, if you live somewhere, like, I'm thinking about, like, California, like, a fucking... I forgot who it was. It was somebody. I think it was Dolce. Somebody. She was somewhere. She was with her dog. The dog was on one story. And then the next story, a coyote ate her fucking dog on a trip. I would have been so sick. So you do, when you have land like that, you do, again, yeah. straight up vegan to the death of me. But if you come in after if it's my me or you, dog, you could be an animal. You could be a human. You're going to get got. And especially if you try to come after my dog. Per oh we <laughs> come Chompa on style. Do you hear me? <laughs> you ever see the video of this man fighting a kangaroo because the kangaroo was trying to come for his dog? Yeah. 
That's how I'm picturing myself. Like, do not fucking touch my dog. Yo, Adrita from My Bobs was actually telling a story about how, like, this <laughs> pigeon tried to take her dog. Speaking of powerful women, Drita from My Bobs was talking about how, like, this, like, a hawk or eagle or some shit tried to take her dog, and she said she was going in on that thing. And I know she was boxing that eagle. I know she was. I'm sorry. I, when it come, I'm like, I do not play when it comes to mine. So, yeah, you do need, like... When you have property off of that, also you might need to scare somebody off. Like, oh, you know, for like, sure. Get, get off, dag name it. <laughs> Sorry, I pictured myself running outside with this long ass nightgown on and some big boots and be like, what are you doing on my property? But like shooting in the air. But like, I picture also, I picture myself as like Eustace from uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog. <laughs> yes. Like, why am I picturing myself in like an isolated ass farm like that? But the whole, the bottom line is we both gonna be farmers. <laughs> but I feel like Period. we both gonna be farmers, but like, we still gonna be the same us. Like I don't want people to think just come out. I'm a farmer. Like the girliness gonna go away. Like it's not. Yeah, like I definitely, I definitely want a pink tractor. Like everything, <laughs> like, like, pink overalls. Period. Like a I, cute straw hat. Exactly. Like, like I'm gonna be in uniform. Exactly. Exactly. So, yes, that's that was so fun. That was, that was fun, so right? Fun. All right. So let's get into these um, BT awards. So again. We're talking about what's positive, right? Yes. We are focusing on positivity and the women who did their things. Um, so let's get started with Victoria Monet. She looks like she smells so. I, oh my god! Like it's. I know it's not appropriate to say you want to sniff somebody, but she likes. She's like warm caramel, honeysuckle. Like she looks like she smells like a warm brownie. Yeah, like, the oven. I just feel like, oh my god! And also, she's so talented. Like she uh, can write, she can sing. To like, and also like, she seems like somebody I would just want to be friends with. Like on her social media, stuff. yeah, it's she, crazy. I don't follow her. It's weird. I don't follow her, but like I know so much about her from you. And <laughs> also, she come. You know, you don't have to follow people on Twitter where you they just come up and yeah, me. Mm-hmm. and that's how it is. And like, also like some people. I mean, this is not technically negative, but some people can write very well, but they can't deliver. She does both. She does both. And I'm saying this as somebody who, like, I can definitely write a script, but I can't act at all. But she can write and she can carry. Like, that is so... And also, I feel like she is okay where she's at like she's being patient and she's putting the work in i feel like that's what it is because she has come such a long way yeah i feel like all that you said she looks gorgeous i love that she is committed to like the browns and the gold i love that like the warm color because it's like so it's so hard like it's so hard the warmness and just like she just give me like ambience and like oh like so much she gives an essence she was like old wow. school sexy like yes and i mean I grown it. woman insecure mm-hmm. and just focused on like i feel like she's sexy in her for herself like yes. there's something different about women who are just sexy and beautiful and classy because that's just who they they want to be like that's the woman she she loves being a woman you know yeah she owns that shit. she owns it and the fact that she just had a baby one year ago and this girl's her stomach is rock solid i see her like in the gym all the time and you know her like her man is a personal trainer oh that's what he did yeah that's what he did that's what he did oh she's 33 Shout out to women in their 30s. Just 
looking it. amazing. And yeah, her, her man is his personal trainer who, by the way, I love her little family. They are so beautiful. They are. And it just seemed like, like you gotta, to be somebody like a Victoria Monet, to be a young mother, to be a performer or not a young mother, but you know what I mean? She is a woman. I consider her young because now I'm in my thirties and I'm like, thirties yeah, feels young, but it's not, she's a grown woman, but you know what I mean? But I to, mean, it is to, young. Yeah. But to be a mother, to be an entertainer, to be all these things, it seems like you have to have like a solid partner and it gives me hope that you can do it with a partner because she sacrifices, like she gives, she does it all. I'm not gonna lie. I was not happy that she was on the red carpet. I had to keep rereading that. I was like even more confused when I saw who actually was on the live show of BT. But again, we're keeping this positive. <laughs> and so I'll leave that right there. And I will, oh, I will absolutely be revisiting. Don't worry. Like this is going to be something. But for today, I'm just going to say that her, the way she killed it is what matters most. And I'll never forget, like, I first was introduced to Janelle Monae when she wasn't, like, on the main stage. That's very true. That's and very look true. at Janelle Monae now. Exactly. She is the stage. Like, you exactly. know? Exactly. But it's just crazy because I feel like that Victoria Monet has put in so much work. Also, like, again, keep it positive, but I just want to say one thing. is because I feel very sensitive about writers, but I feel like people don't, it's not that people don't respect writers, but people don't I feel like they don't see writers as putting in work, but it's like she's been putting in years and work and like she's been like putting your faith on. Yeah, yeah. and that's what I'm saying. You'll allow the, the person she writes for to be on the stage but not her. So it's like, so what's what's allowing people to be on the stage? TikTok or talent? Exactly. And why are now, why is it now that the, again, we're not going to go there too, too far, <laughs> but why are the award shows not the thought leaders and who's talented? Why are y'all following like the kids instead of telling the kids who's popping? Like yeah. I remember when we were younger, BT told us who was popping. Yeah. They told us to respect Gladys Knight. They told us to respect Hayley Bell. They told us to respect Yolanda Adams. Mm-hmm. They gatekeeped what the talent was. And yeah. now we're older and everybody is so ran by the algorithm yep. that they can't make a decision. Like I'm literally seeing TikTok artists on stage and Victoria Monet, who literally wrote Thank You Next. Is not on stage. Yeah, that's wow. So, okay. But again, you know, she killed it. And I, I'm literally looking at videos of her um, on her Instagram. I just, I love her so, so, so much. Shout out to Victoria Monet. And it, like her future is just so bright. My gut mm-hmm. tells me that a Beyonce Victoria Monet collab is coming. That I think that she probably, like, I feel like, why is Victoria Monet not writing for Beyonce? Yeah. If she wants to, yeah, you know, if she wants to, because I don't know, I know sometimes writers just be not want to be writers. That no pen hella, hella heavy. That pen hella heavy, and I could tell she's very much inspired by like that Beyonce vibe, you know. Yeah. So it's just like in a, in the best way possible, in the same, same way Beyonce is inspired by Tina Turner, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like how 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 could that not like happen? dangerously in love Beyonce? I see that. Yes, and I even see Sasha Fierce Beyonce like when Beyonce would come on stage with like the gold like bodysuit on, yeah, and like start the stage like with her hand like that. Miss mm-hmm. Carter era, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Miss Carter era too. But yeah, shout out to her. Like she's, <laughs> a, I don't know why we just both stopped talking. <laughs> We just was like thinking about it, like, yeah, yeah. But yes, uh, shout out to uh, Victoria Monet. Yes, shout out to her. Shout out to Saucy Santana for not just the beat. <laughs> Another person who should have been on the main stage. Yeah. 
Yet another person. Yeah. Again, we're gonna keep it positive, but I have the thought that we got to say that because if like it still is like, but put some respect on the name. But we're gonna keep it positive because yeah. it's like it's so funny because it does. You don't have to be on the main stage to be the main act. Exactly, because like those are the people that were the highlights. Yeah, for me. Um, but yeah, he definitely carried. I cannot believe, like. He got the the stamp of approval from Madonna. That's like Woo! huge. That's like that choreography of them two. I was smiling so hard <laughs> watching Madonna and Saucy on stage together. That was so. I'm like that to like to get the stamp of approval from like a legend is just like that's amazing. That yes. is so exciting and also like. He just started, like, I'm somebody that I've been following his career since, like, the very beginning, before he even had music. So, just seeing all this transpire is just very wild. And, again, the BC Awards, he carried. Yeah, definitely did. And I love the choreography more than anything else. Same. Because nobody has ever, like, I feel like we have never seen... A gay man on this on the stage doing that ever ever yeah. ever ever and it's just like this is what we need this is what we need saucy is giving so much energy mm-hmm. to like rap right now yeah i'm just like thank you mm-hmm. thank you time to wake him the fuck up exactly since y'all <laughs> niggas want to be so sad let's get wake him the fuck up wake him up and saucy was saying like I want to be a star. And I'm like, you will be. Yep. I say, you just keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> I keep did. doing what you're doing. You're going to get what you get. Period. <laughs> it's definitely coming. It's definitely coming. Yes, for sure. Um, So shout out to Saucy. Um, also, Lotto. I was proud of Lotto for winning an award. And she literally started crying because she was like, this is my first award. Yeah, that's crazy because I did not think that she would have been emotional like that. I feel um, like she is someone who takes feedback really well. Yeah. And she, that's more than you can say. That's if it, if if fifty percent of the rap gang could do what she did, take feedback and, and for the things that they decide are beneath them, literally not respond mm-hmm. and just keep working, they would be in better shape. Yeah. She literally did that. Yeah, she changed her name. Mm-hmm. It kept going like it was nothing. It rebranded. Like and we call her what? Lotta. Yes. Like no, I call her Big Lotta. Oh yeah, Big Lotta. Yeah. I, I literally sometimes I say Lotta, but I'm like we literally say Big Lotto now. And yeah. I'm like, Dad takes. It's not easy to do that. And also, like I was, I'm be honest with you, I was. If there was one person who was like not checking for Lotta, it was me. Same. I was Same. like boring. Yeah, I definitely wasn't checking for it. Because of the name. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't personal. It was purely because of the name. Yeah. And I know people was going hard on her when energy came out. But at the end of the day, she's like, I'm going to put Mariah Carey on the remix. And, like, she's just somebody who don't be taking no for an answer. Yeah. Like, she'll she'll pivot and be like, how about, how about now? And, like, yeah. Like, it was a better song all mm-hmm. of a sudden when she put Mariah Carey on it. Yeah, and also she worked very hard. Very hard. Like, I feel like she constantly... From the beginning. Yeah, from the beginning. Like, because she was on that show, that rap something show. she was so young. Yeah, and she still is very young. Yeah. Like, I think she just turned, like, 23 or yes, something Yeah, like she was, like, really crying. And I, we all were... It was... Black people are so funny. When we was watching VZ, we was all lotto. <laughs> 
Yeah, I was so, and she's definitely grown on me. Like, yeah, she's for sure. Her music has definitely grown on me. And I feel like you see her maturing, for sure. You see exactly. her, like, becoming a woman. I'm like, okay, now I'm really, really excited for your career. Exactly. Like, fight for it. Yep. That's exactly what I love to see. And I love that Mariah Carey was, like, made a cameo. I'm like, you got Mariah out the house? Yeah, because I feel like she don't do that for anybody. Like, no, she don't. And she just saw something in that girl and was like, okay, I'll give her a shot. I think she see her grinding. I think Mariah, she respects, one, that she's not trying to sing. Mm-hmm. And two, that she works really, really hard. Yep. I think that's really the key to getting Mariah Carey to like, yeah. like and, serve as a mentor. And she know her place. Like She know, she know, she know who's yeah. the queen. Yeah, exactly. It's that simple. It's that simple. And of course, I'm like, when I saw Mariah Carey's silhouette, I was like, yo, she loved his <laughs> silhouette dress. I love it. She's the one thing. It's gonna be strapless. The titties gonna be up. The waist gonna be cinched. Period. I thank you. <laughs> thank you for that. Yeah, she looks great. Always amazing. Um, the city girls looked amazing. They look so good, and I was so happy because of what happened at the Billboard Music Awards. I don't know what happened, but I was so happy. They looked. Like, oh my God, like it's no words. Like from head to toe, everything was just so, and both of their looks like fit them. Yeah, they really, they, they, I, oh, so I'm speechless. I always girls. love how they look when they go outside. Yeah, same. <laughs> I never really have nothing to say about how they look. And I'm like, yo, these girls, these are these girls from Miami. Yeah. And a lot of people like to throw shade on women from the South. And I'm like, they they kind of doing their thing and they That's don't my stay favorite. Bro. I love people rappers from the South. I like I like them, but I don't always necessarily like how women from the South dress. I will say that. But then again, I don't think I like the way I don't like when people dress too much like their region. Like, because I don't like when people dress too New York. I don't like when people dress too West Coast. Like, I feel like you should be bringing some of your regional flair to how you dress. Yeah. But I don't like when you dress. To like when you can't take a look outside of just what's happening in your community, you know what I mean? Like dress and you don't just because you're from Florida don't mean you have to do what the popular girls in Florida did. Like look at fashion as a whole yeah. and pull some inspiration from other directions. Yeah, sometimes I like it because sometimes I see it as like, oh, this is camp. Like it's very cartoony. Um, but they be beautiful, one hundred percent. But I don't be like, oh my god, I love the way you look. Yeah. But I, they look good all the time. I feel like I love the way they dress. Me too. Me too. I love. They look sharp. Yeah, they all look the time. so so sharp. I don't know. I gotta see who styled that, but they look like I love. Like I was looking at their nails. Yes. Like everything just looks so good. hair like, in place, hair, makeup, makeup in place. Everything just looks silhouette, so good. silhouette of the dress. Because the thing is, they both so tiny, and they yeah. their dresses never wear them. Exactly. I feel like I'm like, damn. They gave all that to the BET Awards. I'm like, do they even deserve it? They just be like, we want to get dressed. Period. I really they, feel we, like we that. try and get cute. I feel like they really value looking cute, and I love that. Yes. And it's so funny because JC was like, at first she wasn't gonna post pictures, and then Uzi told her to post pictures. I'm like, girl, why ain't you post no pictures? Yeah. And she said she only came here because she heard a rumor that Beyonce was gonna be there. <laughs> I'm so delusional. I thought Beyonce was gonna be there. No, that social I will watch. <laughs> Yo, 
and it's just so funny because I'm like, girl, you in the industry, like, are you? <laughs> Yes. She still has it. She don't it. care. Like she don't, which I love even more. Um, also, Tim's. Uh, y'all, I'm gonna be honest with you. I my cousin has been talking about Tim's for a very long time. So, Sabria was saying that the name uh, that her name could have possibly been. What were you saying? Teams. I was just I was just saying that because like the way it looked, it looked T E M. I thought mm. I swear it was Tim's, and I really have been like trying to search for like a like the mnemonic way of like the mnemonic spelling. Nothing. Maybe we gotta look at her interview. Yeah, we do, which thing. I didn't want to do because I'm like we didn't have time. But anyway, so t- uh, let us know. Uh, but my cousin told me that her name is Tim. She either way, she's a beautiful girl. Talk about somebody look like they smell good, like chocolate. Yeah, like they smell most the expensive, the most expensive velvety, most expensive velvety. You can't get like in the store. You gotta go to a certain village to get this chocolate that they turn by hand. Yeah, that's what she looked like. She smelled like, and then she looked like you ever see when people be pouring the caramel and they be like layering. Yeah. That's what it looked like. She smelled like that. Then picture, I picture like a vanilla candle getting lit. <laughs> like she just looked like she smells. That's a fine ass woman, right yeah, there. Yeah, she is so like naturally sexy too. I never, I've been hearing her name, but I never saw her until recently, and I'm like, whoa. Um, and I heard her songs because of TikTok. Yeah. Um, but I'm just like, oh my gosh, like beautiful, talented, like what's unique. Yeah. Something that we have not ever, we have never heard a voice like hers. Yeah. She's Nigerian. Yeah. I knew, I knew that from Essence, like, um, when she was on Essence song. Mm -hmm. Um, but the thing is, I feel like I've always thought she was beautiful. I always thought, I'm like, oh, I love her style. She like thick. She like natural. She got that. I love a natural, thick, beautiful woman being authentic, showing mm-hmm. up different. But I'm like, that'd be a T, that'd be T Awards look. Like that changed everything for me. Yeah. Like, she great. I'm like, oh, she's like, like, she's like a big star. You know? Yeah. Like she's I, a big star. She makes me her and I mean Victoria Monet technically is not a new girl, but like them two make me so excited for yeah. these new girls. Like they make me so they're original. Excited. Yeah, they're so original. They just like are just so like sexy exuding power and, and yes, very powerful. But it's like in a in a way that's very like like I don't want like they and they kind of remind me of like what pretty women were like when I was younger. Yeah, like when I, I was at a market I like and I saw a real pretty woman, it was like it would be a woman that looked like Victoria Monet. It would be something that's just like yo, everything is together. Like mm-hmm. everything is together. Yeah, and I feel like that's what I really, really um. That's what I'm most excited about. Yeah, I think that's why I make me excited too. Also, like you could just tell, like they're not chasing after like a tent, like no, not, they're not chasing after something. It's like they already got it. Yes, for sure. So that's what I I love seeing it. Yeah, same. I cannot stress that enough. Like I think I really just needed to unpack that with somebody. Like why I was like feeling like so proud of like their just. Just this beauty that gets me going. I feel like for a long time, people have been like gorgeous, but I feel like they didn't look like women I knew. Yeah, yeah. And I felt like for like back in the day, like women, not to sound like an old head, <laughs> but here we here I go. 
like when I saw women like Nia Long and stuff like that, and like Snalathan, it was just something about them. Here we go. It was just something about them that it just made you be like, yo, like she just is acting like a, a real ass woman. Whereas exactly. for the last few years, I feel like a lot of women were just too busy trying to be anti-women. Like yeah. I'm not the, I'm not a regular girl. I'm a cool girl. <laughs> so it's just nice to see, you know, something else. Exactly. <laughs> it's nice to see something else. And also like the talent is just like, and you just look at them and I just see longevity. I see longevity. That's exactly what I say. That's why it right. Ex- that's why it excites me. It excites me for so many reasons. Um, also, we want to just quickly talk about Mary J. Blige simply for the fact that she looks beautiful. And I saw somebody tweet this. <laughs> if we want to talk about black people wearing blonde, we got to talk about Mary J. Blige. Yeah. We have to talk about her. Also, Janelle Monet is rocking blonde beautifully right now. But Mary J. Blige has this platinum icy but also like it almost like blends into her really rich skin tone and she's been committed to that hair color i love for it for years i love that like i even for like she to me she's a natural blonde yeah um you definitely can't take that away from her just like how <laughs> just like just like my hair is natural but um <laughs> she is like yeah, that's another person like when i think about like my signature hair color because like i always wear black hair always mm. And I always think about Mary J. Blige, too, because I'm like, she honed in. It was like, this is my signature color. Y'all will do. And Beyonce, like, too. <laughs> Beyonce, too. Yeah. Even though sometimes Beyonce has experimented, but we all Not know. Not really. Yep. Yeah. Like, there's, there's like, a handful. Dark Beyonce. Exactly. But that's that was a very rare occasion. But I just love a woman who has a signature look and, like, it's like, y'all is going to deal with this. And, like, Mary J. Blige, literally, I... I, I mean, I think the only time she didn't have blonde hair was like, what's the 411? Or yeah, the, back in, and then it was like, wasn't it like still like a honey, like black I think color? it might have been. It's sometimes, one time she did red. Remember she did red for like, I think she played around with like red hair for a little bit. Was that in um, a video? Yeah, with hateration. Yes, and it was like a shortcut. Yes, there yes. was. Yes. But see, I couldn't even like, I had to dig deep. For you that said, memory. was that hateration, holleration? And I said, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yeah, I just love, shout out to her. And like Mary J. Blige is so like, seeing somebody like her, like just be successful is so exciting because she definitely came from the trenches. Like she came from the trenches. She definitely came from the trenches. Like no sugar coat. And like she got it from the muscle, pulled it mm-hmm. out the mud. And, like, the fact that she has had such a long career, like, seeing her on a fucking Umbrella Academy, like, that is so exciting. Yo. Like, I'm just like, I love Mary J. Blige. That was somebody, like, growing up, that was, like, my mom's Beyonce. Like, that was somebody that I grew up listening to because my mom was just such a super fan of Mary J. Blige. And, like, just to see her just just living and just being like that bitch for so long. It's just so excited. It makes me excited to age. Like, I love Mary J. Blush. She is so sexy. She is. She just is keeping up. Like, I remember when like, I was working out um, at the, when I first started and every time I went to the gym, <laughs> I'm aging myself, there would be self <laughs> magazines, right? And I love, I love self magazine. Like, it helped me so much, like learning different hacks. But they and don't look- make that no more? 
they do make self magazines, but they don't. I've never, I haven't seen a physical magazine in a in a long time, oh. let alone at a gym. Like I, it would be to the point where, like, remember you used to go to doctor's office and be magazines and stuff oh, yeah. everywhere. You don't really see that no more. Yeah, like, and so it's like we go, we we read, we go on self uh, website, which I do all the time. I love self's website, um, but it's just not the same experience as like getting, like being like, oh, a new self magazine. And I remember one where Mary J. Blige was on the front, and I love hearing that she doesn't do anything super rigorous with her body she's just like i literally just do the basics she said during the war season i go up one mile on the treadmill i may cut down a little bit but she's like in general i just try to keep the same energy all around i don't do nothing too crazy and i'm just like that really helped me to level set hearing her say that like when everybody else was talking about how hard they go like i wake up at 7 a.m i do this mary j was like i just kind of like do this about i run like three or four times a week two miles nothing too crazy i'm like what the hell like i loved it jada pinkett said the same thing so i just really look up to i just love how mary j blige has embodied that like rich in all ways not just financially yes. but in health and That's mental so she stay true. out the mess like she she learns and she heals and like that is that's what being rich really is so like seeing her like do that i'm just like man i'm just so thankful for her and also i'm thankful for how people appreciate her mm-hmm. people don't talk shit about mary j blige because they know is. better don't do it <laughs> okay. don't talk about our auntie like that it's not funny yeah that's it that's it i just love mary j blige so much so let's get into another girl who wasn't at the BT words <laughs> was Zendaya. Yes, Zendaya. I love her so much. Like, I get so excited when I think about Zendaya, even though, like, I don't know if she'd be friends speak with me because I made fun of her boyfriend. But that's besides the point. It is a joke. Um, <laughs> I love Zendaya. She just recently was in a magazine. What magazine was it? British Vogue. She's in British Vogue. She looked phenomenal as always. Like you bitches better be lucky she chose acting and not modeling because nobody would be safe like when she sat in front of the camera oh she's gonna eat she's gonna eat every time wait a minute i think it was um sorry it says my second cover as a british vogue editor i always dreamed about zendaya being on the cover of vogue italia but who knew i would have the opportunity to style it we shot in italy and use all italian designers so i think i don't know if it was british vogue or vogue italy but it was a it was vogue (laughs) essentially (laughs) it wasn't american vogue it was vogue and she was channeling josephine baker style by law and uh, she did she did that. She like, was just Yeah. Like you said, they better they better think they they lucky stars exactly. that she decided to be she an actress. Easy on you hoes. Like she really just gets it. Like every time. Like it's crazy. And also, like we talked about this earlier, her and Law are like such a power team. Like yes. you could just tell, like, that is his muse. He literally just said, I've always dreamed about Zendaya being on the cover of Vogue. That is how you know you are truly dedicated to somebody as your muse or you are truly inspired by them. And I feel like that is such a unique 
connection. Like when you hear people talk about what it means to be someone's muse, like mm-hmm. Bob Mackie and Cher, mm-hmm. to to know about that connection, it's just like on one end, it's like Zendaya or the Cher, like the entertainer, the Audrey Hepburn. It's trusting somebody to make you look iconic. Mm-hmm. It's, tr- it's trusting them to like brand you into history because stop, like we still talk about that dress that uh, Audrey Hepburn wore in like Breakfast at Tiffany's. Mm-hmm. We still talk about certain Cher looks. People dress as her for Halloween, mm-hmm. but that was created not simply by them. Like it was created by someone who had a vision for them, for their body, for their personality for the era somebody seeing their connection i'm like bro i love this it is beautiful and i'm so excited because i feel like that's something that it's not not that it's dying out but i feel like it's so rare because like again we're going to be a positive show a lot of the girls love fashion nova they will definitely run to fashion nova or maybe throw on a little rick owens here and there just to try to do something but i feel like that is a rare connection um and I feel like a lot of people, um, like, for instance, I know um, Alonzo Arnold said that he don't like doing celebrity. He'd rather do, like, everyday people here because celebrities are very fickle. Like, they always, like, you notice, like, some people have a different hair. They're like, oh, Tay did this. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, Styles did this. Like, whatever. Some people don't have the same team. And I love, it gets me so excited when I see people doing, having the same teams yeah. do stuff. Um, and I, that's why I love seeing, like, Law and Zendaya link up because I just, I love that. I love that type of consistency in entertainment. That is so exciting to me. I actually heard um, Khalees say the same thing alongside what you're saying. She was saying, like, look at her hair over the years. Yeah. She's had blonde. She's had pink. She's like, you can't do that unless you have a stylist that understands your goals. She's like, because a lot of times, if you go to a war show or something, she's like, somebody will do your hair for that day. They don't care how you look tomorrow. Yep. They don't care what shape your hair is in tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So she was like, my stylist has been with me for X amount of years because it's like, we got to talk about our goal, the goals. And like, I feel like if Khalees has hair on her head after all the hair color she's gone through, like, it's true. Like your, your team has, it has to be a team. Yeah. It really has to be a team. And it's some, but I think it's just on another level with Law and Zendaya is what we were talking about. And it was, it's, they make magic. Mm-hmm. Like they really make magic. Cause when I'm like watching her shoot, I'm like, yo, like everything, every, all her looks seem so different. Mm-hmm. They all seem so different. They give us so different. It's like, they just keep building. It's like this endless ideas, mm-hmm. which I just love to see again, again, we're being positive, but <laughs> in, a, in a time where so many folks just do the same thing, it's just like, makes me just want to jump in the air. Yes, I love it. I really love it. Happy. So inspiring. So inspiring. So shout out to our girls in Daya. All right. Barbie movie. Let's get into it. I'm so excited. At first, I was like, hmm. Like, I was hemming and hawing because, like, Barbie, obviously, um, is somebody that means a lot. Even though, you know, Brett's down for me. It started with Barbie. For real. Um, And... I was like, in my mind, because also, like, I'm not going to lie, the Barbie movies, like, in the show, like, that's on Netflix, like, some of my favorite, like, movies and, like, shows, like, it's so funny, it's so exciting to watch, like, I love the Barbie movies, so I'm like, hmm, 
So again, nobody knows what the plot of the movie is going to be. We just know that Margot Robbie is um, playing Barbie, which I think is perfect. And I perfect. love that she is um, playing such, she always plays iconic yes. characters and like uh, characters that are special to women. Yes. Um, like Harley Quinn, like and she's playing Barbie now. Like I just love that. Um, so I'm excited. I think she is so perfect for Barbie. Um, I think she's perfect. Period. Period. Like she, <laughs> I beautiful. love her. Me too. I love her. Me too. She's definitely. I think and and I believe because she's Australian and I believe her name is is pronounced. And it looks like Margaret, but I think it's pronounced Margot Robbie. But um. Yeah, she uh, is definitely beautiful, head to toe. Um, every uh, first of all, this is contradictory because contradictory because yes, am I enjoying the leaked photos? I am, but I want y'all to stop leaking them damn photos. Like you want, they start leaking for. I didn't even know Will Ferrell was in the movie. They leaking photos of him. I'm like, I got a theory though. I think it's staged. So, well, oh, what the, all the leaks? Yeah. Oh, to get, get us excited because we are. We're getting more invested. I'm like, yeah. I, I mean, it could not be as well. It could yeah. not be. But the thing is, it's just like I've never seen this many leaks before. Um, it depends. I've never seen this many scene it, by scene leak. It, I've never seen it. It is that. a lot. It was it was some for Batman um movie. Uh, a lot of leaks. Um, I've never seen, and personally, I have never seen on Twitter us all collectively like talking about a leak. And I'm like, I know people' cameras is good, but like they getting y'all every single day. Yeah, that's wild. But um, I'm excited again. I'm gonna be positive. Not really happy about who is playing Ken. Um, but that's beside the point. It's about girls today. Um, <laughs> but I don't mind uh, that person. I will say that. <laughs> Um, but mm. I, uh, <laughs> I think, and this is what, so, so the, the leaked picture, uh, well, it wasn't a leak, sorry. It was posted by Paramount, um, of uh, Ryan Reynolds as Ken. Obviously he does not look like Ken. And to me, the photo looked like he was just an older man who making fun of Ken, making fun of Ken or like just couldn't deal with the fact that he was getting older. Um, so it wasn't the right blonde. Yeah. And not the right cut, not the right actor. But anyway, um, I get it. The, <laughs> I think it might be, obviously this is Gre- Greta Gerwig. I don't think it's going to be like cut and dry, like Barbie movie. Like, obviously it might be about that, like dealing with, getting or going out of style mm-hmm. not knowing how to deal with being in the now um that might be the premise of it um i feel like that would be cool but that's just me like speculating like them like having to deal with like being like fate being phased out and like how would barbie deal with that like yeah because the outfit that today's leak was was um was like a like a rollerblade Barbie, which yeah, is like, like an eighties. Like it was like eighties, yeah. uh, like late eighties, early. No, that was eighties as fuck. I don't know what was the yeah, 90s, the colors. Like, uh-huh. Yeah, it was, 
So it was like 80s style Barbie, like the hair was 80s and obviously everybody around them was like looking current. So like I'm thinking that maybe they're trying, like maybe they're, they were just dropped in this right. um, timeline. Yeah, yeah. that would and, be cool. And they're like, Cause what the, the fuck is going on? Because the other two look kind of like like 70s a little bit like the bell bottoms yeah yeah i I don't know i'm really like hoping that like the the leaks are staged because if it let's just say that that's the truth that's really genius way to get people invested is mm-hmm. to make them think that they're getting something like behind the scenes and they're yeah, not. Yeah, that is, that really is. I don't know if anybody is like doing it, could, could have the energy to even do all that, but you know, yeah. it is what it is. Also, I'm like, we may feel like we're seeing a lot, but who knows how many outfit changes, because that's the thing Barbie known for, Period. like switching her outfits. So it's like, it could be so much that we still have not seen. I and we can just think that well, we're seeing like, and also like before, like, um, before, I guess it was like pre-production where they were talking about there's going to be different versions of Barbie. Mm. So there's like, there were different actors where they're in, there's going to be different versions of Ken. Yes. So they were like saying that these are the actors that's going to play uh, the different versions. And it's like, what does that mean? Yeah. Like, you know? What does that mean? I'm really excited to see it. Um, I just keep thinking about what I'm aware to the to the like. Oh, we're the definitely movie. dressing up and oh, like it's gonna be dolled up. I have a pink cowgirl dress. I'm literally gonna be wearing something pink. That's all I can yeah, tell you. Yeah, right obviously, now. like any first of all, any excuse to wear pink, but like definitely for real wearing pink. And honestly, like don't make me pull out the blonde wig, like. Girl, I want now. I would say if you don't do if you don't. When is the next time? Will there be a first time Barbie movie premiere? Live action, live action. It'll never. It'll never be the first time. I'm definitely this wearing a blonde wig. This is history for girls. That's yeah. how I feel for girly girls. We won exactly because I hate it when people made it a personality trait that they didn't like Barbies. Because here's the thing: I know everybody don't like Barbies, but. I love them. And I'm like, I, not only did I like love Barbies, I, my life revolved around Barbies. Same. Like my life revolved around Barbies at one point. As a child, you couldn't convince me that there would be a day that would come and I didn't care about her. I Barbie. collect dolls too. I, you know, I still got them in, in the packages. So it was just like, yeah, I too. don't, my mom was, this is also something I think this is the truth for both of us. Like me and my mom geeked out on Barbies together. Yeah. So like my mom, I remember, never forget the time I had my pink Barbie convertible. Like they got the little, they had the, the handheld that controlled it. Like Barbie shoes. Like my, I had my dad tapped in i would be like i need some orange shoes for my barbies yeah i definitely still love Bar- like i literally got i mean it's technically not a bar i mean it's made it's made by mattel technically not barbie but i literally got a doll for my birth my 30th birthday this year like i love dolls i love, love them started, forever they definitely started with like barbie for yeah sure. and i felt like for a long time people tried to i never believed that barbie was dumb I never Neither believed because people I tried to make it like never... Barbie was like, a, I'm like, y'all hate smart, nice, fun, fashionable girls. But also, like, she has so many fucking jobs. So how could you be? That's what I loved about Barbie. I... She was never dumb. Exactly. And I loved that Barbie, like, never had one career. Like, yeah. that was so exciting to me because I'm like, as a kid, I thought, like, my future, it is. Like, my future is limitless. That's why, like, 
yes, I do want to work in film, but I'm like, there's so many other things that yeah. I want to do in it. Because I'm like, Barbie did, did shoot. That bitch was an astronaut. She was a chef. <laughs> she was a mother. Like, yeah, she, she, was a, she was a vet. Big sister. It, yes, big sister. Like, she a did A businesswoman. Period. Like, she did it all. A so, pilot. <laughs> exactly like she again drove a boat like it's just a lot of things that she did and i just can't, effortlessly camp counselor like teacher Come i love barbie like, so like yeah i never bore into that uh that barbie was dumb i never got it like i never understood i really always thought that was like some hating type stuff i never got it no it was just a whole oh also i just think i can never forget my barbie.com era Oh, yeah. I was oh. definitely obsessed with Barbie.com. Like, damn. Also, I don't know if you remember, but it was these, I think they were called Generation Barbie. And it came, the, I had Teresa. And they the Barbie came with a cassette. And this, this song called Think Pink was on it. And I was upset, obsessed <laughs> with it. It was literally like a song called Think Pink. And it was like the pink is the color of the world and like i really period really <laughs> that's the truth <laughs> that is the truth like literally i like loved yeah and i still again i still have oh, my dolls so cute. i don't remember think pink but i feel like i kind of remember something with a cassette tape. again i, I want to say aging herself it came out with a cassette, cassette tape. tape and a cassette Yo. tape was pink and i wish i still had my gender i like i still to this day my, me and my mom do it like i'll look for certain dolls that i had as a child i'll look for them on like um macari and ebay yeah um because i just love like barbie down period loved it loved it so much like i just i feel like those were the days like those were the days for for christmas you're like the more Barbie, the better. So I think yeah. this, this this movie is going to just be exciting for everyone. Because also Barbie is very much still relevant. Like, still relevant. Little, still, still ring bells. Yes, the kids still love her. And it's like, it's going to be exciting for the people like us. And then it's also going to be excited for like the the youngins. And that's always a good opportunity. Don't even know when this movie come out. but uh, all 2023. I, I just feel like everyone just start to assemble. That's all. <laughs> Period. I think it come out in the summer of 2023. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. literally let's just assemble <laughs> um so yeah so we're wrapping up but before we get out of here you know we just want to end <laughs> on you know who, who are some films that have just been inspiring us lately who are the people that were just like yo thank you so much for being you because it makes it easier to be me um i would have to say um how betty um she is very inspired like i love a happy gal like mm. i love a girl that's not afraid to be hyper femme not afraid to be like i'm a doll to be like i love being a girl I love women, womanhood. I just love being like, I love glamour. I want to be fabulous. And like how Betty, like she embodies that. And I love that. Um, she's always saying like positive things on TikTok on a platform that like, you know, 
can be super like negative and she's just so inspirational mm. um she gets me excited like for like she gets me excited to like be like you know it's okay like being um being glamorous being happy like that's it's that can be my brand yeah like and no matter what is thrown my way like it's okay to still smile um, and I just love that she's very inspiring in that way. Also, like, hello, random. Recently, I have been listening to um, a lot of Madonna again. Um, and I've listened to, well, on my old computer, I have, like, Madonna whole discography. Um, and one of her favorite albums came out um, the year I was born. And I'm just like, holy fucking shit. Like, one of my favorite Madonna albums came out the, the year I was born, one of her best albums, 30 years ago, but that wasn't even her peak. Mm. Like, that wasn't even the That wasn't even the big. She had albums before that that still had hits. Wow. And after that, that still had hits. And it's like, you can miss that sometimes when you're like, it's like, oh, someone has like, you know, taken a break away or not doing music in that way anymore, but it's like, you understand, like, how they sh- how this woman shifted the culture? It's crazy, like, because listening to it, like, as I, and, like, I always joke about, like, you know, Madonna being, like, a thousand years old. But I'm like, this bitch was working fucking hard. The fact that you had a bomb-ass, solid-ass album 30 years ago, but that wasn't even it. Like, you had shit before that, and you had shit after that. Like, if she could come out with something now, and I still would listen to it. And mm-hmm. I'm like... I love legends. Like I have been like, it's funny because like, as um, when I was younger, my mom pointed out that I love icons, mm-hmm. and I because lo- I used to love watching VH1 divas mm-hmm. um, when I was a kid, and I just love like I I think that's why like uh, teams tens and Victoria Monet get me so excited because I love when you see somebody you're like this bitch is going to have longevity this bitch is always going to be pumping out the hits like this is a legend this is an icon and that's exciting because like when I was a kid I know I'm going on a tangent but like no I girl spit it out but get that's out. why when I was a kid like I loved people like Cher I love Madonna Tina Turner Janet Jackson like when those when I saw them as a kid I'm like oh my god these women are one they glamorous they are just so powerful Mm -hmm. and it's like any put them in any fucking decade they're gonna eat yeah it's no way they're gonna lose in any decade and I'm like I love that when stuff just ages so well and it's just like when when like art ages so well and like it can be carried from mm-hmm. decade to decade and i feel like again positive show but i feel like people don't be thinking like that now they be thinking what's now what's now and that's Keeping why, out with the joneses exactly and that's why that shit is very like my it, it it sound like it's in a microwave it's very microwavable it's just now i'm gonna yeah. forget about it like i fucking love icons i love legends and i just was listening to madonna recently my favorite owl and i'm like yo this shit go even crazier now that i'm fucking 30 mm. like amazing yes no 100 100 uh gotta give credit to like the people like the madonnas who like they just had to work different 
Yeah, that's what no. That's why it was giving me chill because I'm like these bitches had no social media, none. They had to stay relevant in a different way, and it's like, you know, people say what they want. Like even like J Lo, J Lo was dancing her ass off through the city, you know. And it's just like it's it's just a a level of work that you know. I think that they've done enough work for for the rest of us in some ways. Like Mm -hmm. even the things that they did. even some of the things that they did, because they broke those boundaries, nude girls aren't going to have to do those things anymore. Mm-hmm. They've kind of like become the blueprint in a way. Mm-hmm. But it's like you have to just give people their like flop, flop. and they still relevant in pop culture today. Like, yeah. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about Janet Jackson. But I've been recently thinking about the same thing with like the control era. Like yeah. that shit was a cultural reset. Yeah, and that was a cultural it reset. Was. And it's crazy because, like, I remember, like, because I, I used to thrift a lot. My mom used to have me thrift a lot when I was a kid. I remember literally begging my mom for R- Rhythm Nation. And I was, like, 11 years old. Like, I wanted that CD bad as shit. Mm-hmm. And, like, that came out before I was even a thought. Yeah, or you ever just never realized the moment when you when you, when you first heard that Holly Berry's beautiful? Or the first person that you first heard that Janet Jackson is a star. Like, I felt like I was born knowing who Janet Jackson was. Yeah. And I was not only born knowing who she was, I was born knowing that she is different and better. And she is like one of the best entertainers have ever, you know, walked the earth. Mm -hmm. But you think about what that meant during those times, like, and like what these women went through, the crazy extremes that they went through to Mm -hmm. even to be like, they had to be thin perfectly thin they Mm -hmm. literally did not have it was no body positivity back then you had to be they Mm -hmm. had to keep up on their weight they had to work out rehearse do all these crazy things and i'm just like yo like they gave us just who not endorsing what they went through but lord they produced some amazing work yeah because i definitely probably would have folded um, my thing is like I'm so psychopathic. I don't know if I would have folded or not, but there's a possibility that I could have. But you know what? Maybe not because that was such the norm back then. Yep, like beauty is pain. Like that was yeah. just the whole thing. So that was the norm back then. So maybe not. But me now definitely would have folded. But <laughs> without a doubt. Um. But yeah, it's just so crazy. Like again, like I mean, I I mean that wasn't was the it was wasn't supposed to be the, how it was. But it was passion. I'm like inspiring. Clap for the fucking legend. Like I fucking love icons. Like sorry. Like and I feel like that's I love iconic people. Like iconic women since I was a kid. So I feel like that's why. Like it's not that I'm hypercritical of things. That it's just like when I say I don't like something. Leave it at that. No yeah. question on it. <laughs> and it's also just okay too. That's fine. It's okay. It may not have yeah. been, but I'm not impressed and I'm not going to be. Like that's okay. Yeah. I'm not impressed. Um so for me, I just wanna, you know, I probably I know people tired of hearing it, but so what? It's Khalees for me. Period. And it's just like I cannot deny that seeing this black woman farming is what inspires me so much to like like it's just you want to do things, but sometimes like you worry about your safety. Yeah. Like that's the big thing for me as a black woman. Like I want to be a farmer, but farmers live in rural spaces. Mm-hmm. And then rural spaces mean like most of the time, like 
the way I envision it, because I'm from a city, mm-hmm. and when I was in a rural community, it was very white, and I did not feel safe. Mm-hmm. It's a bunch of white people, a little bit of people than me, and it just feels like a lot of opportunity for shit to happen. Mm-hmm. But like I saw this um, black woman on um, TikTok when people asked her what it's like to be a black woman in Portland, and she was saying that I curate my own experiences, and I do not let white people become the center of my universe. I love that. They take up enough space, mm-hmm. and that has been something that has really, really like hit me. But I'm like, okay, cool, I get it. I feel fear. I feel fear about being a black woman in a rural space for good reasons mm-hmm. but now just because you feel fear don't mean you gotta stop there like you gotta keep going mm-hmm. and say like what do i value more like you know what i want to do or living in the it's like then it's like kind of like white supremacy is one because it keeps you from doing things so mm-hmm. like again seeing police like talking about her chickens seeing her like she just was harvesting some peppers and drying them out from her garden and it's just like that is literally what excites me i love vegetables i love fruit i love spices i love harvesting i love like how do i make wine from scratch how do i make this from scratch and i love this like farm southern appeal to the way that you live life you just feel like you're going back to the basics as a human and like seeing her go from like artist to saying like this is what makes me happy this is what i want to do um, just doing it, but also still like, are we going to just ignore the fact that you sang milkshake? Like, are we just <laughs> not going to talk about that? Like you really gave us so much, you know, it's just so cool. She's just such a cool person and she doesn't try to be, you know, she didn't get that far him to be cool. She yeah. got it cause she wanted to. And I'm like, that's how I want to be. I just want to do what I want to do. Um, regardless of how many other people are doing it, because mm-hmm. sometimes other people are doing it because for the same reason as you, and that's why you need to do it, exactly. you know? So shout out to Khalees cause she's just, she just don't seem like she gives a fuck mm-hmm. and that looks so like i want that so bad like yes. i'm working towards that mm-hmm. like i am actively being so hard on my not hard on my i am pushing myself to move past thoughts that have stopped me in the past mm-hmm. But it's not, it's isolating because it's like the unknown is truly the scariest place in the world. Mm -hmm. So I'm depending on women who are living the life that I want to live. I'm depending on black women and watching them. This is the beauty of social media to get me going. And I feel like I see myself, feel myself every day, just like, Khalees has a farm. Maybe I can have a farm. Like, it's just... Again, representation matters for this reason. Like yeah, we don't just, change as adults when we, we're the same people we were as kids. Like some, we're, we're something in our head. If we never seen it, we're not going to want to do it. Mm-hmm. And for me, seeing it does it. And I'm just going to continue to to do that. And also, people tell me and Sabria that we do that for them. And then it's just like, wow, we all have this responsibility in a way. Like we are, we are all inspiring folks. Like people see that, that we're vegan and then they're now they're interested in veganism. Like they want to talk about it. They somehow think they can do it. It's like, we are all doing that for each other in different ways. Mm -hmm. So it's like, uh, leaning on each other. Like it's like invisible sisterhood in a way, Mm -hmm. you know? So I appreciate that. And I've also been really, really just, uh, appreciating like Miss Tina, like she, I think she brings so much vibrancy to social media. She really like does. she brings so much good energy and happiness and vibrancy. And I feel like she's just a classic woman. <laughs> and, and and it's like when I grew up again, going back to just like paying like 
homage and just homage and respect to like the women from my past because they shaped me. Like I had this neighbor who was just this woman, you know, she was like similar complexion as Miss Tina. She had blonde hair her whole life. She had long red nails. Her name was Miss Johnny May. Okay. And <laughs> she was name. Her name was Miss Johnny May. And she always was so wholesome when she watched me. Like she would just be this wholesome, classic woman in the middle of North Philly. And I feel like Miss Tina reminds me so much of her because she's nice, she's gentle, but she don't play. <laughs> the rules, and you you know what the rules are. And I just follow Miss Johnny May Root. We got along perfectly. <laughs> and to the day, you know, she passed, I was like literally some of some, we always had like a relationship. So I feel like when I see like those classic women, like our, the, I feel like black culture is like, it's, it's like she that real life Felicia Rashad character. Mm-hmm. And like uh, those women, those women have carried us. They really <laughs> Like have. those black women who just are like unwavering, mm-hmm. you know, like they raise strong, smart children. They hold down a household. They are willing to like, you know, go through some things, but it's like, yeah, but I'm going to draw a line when you break me down. So it's like, you you see so much examples of like strength and resiliency mm-hmm. in them. And it's also like strong women who could still have it all. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I look at most these days because I always feel like I have to pick a side. I have to like I gotta be either smart or I could be married, <laughs> one or the other. <laughs> it's like I could be, you know, a career woman or I could be a mother. And nobody has to choose that. Nobody has to choose. We can all be who we want to be. And most importantly, it's really important that you don't be something you don't want to be and you don't be like people these days. Cause a lot of people these days. They don't even want to be that way, mm-hmm. you know? So you don't have to, like, feel like you need to stick to this tradition. Miss Tina, for some reason, just embodies that for me. Mm-hmm. And also, like, she's all she has her own life. Like, yes, her daughter is... Be- you know how hard it is to be Beyonce's mother, but then people don't call you Beyonce mom. They don't call you Solange's mom, Jay-Z mother-in-law. They call her Miss Tina. <laughs> she has her own identity. Mm-hmm. So it's just like... Ugh really really been inspiring me lately and so many women man just like sometimes it don't be like celebrity it just be like women i see in my life getting through really tough things and they never fold like you think about some of the shit our moms went through and we didn't even know it growing up that that was a hard thing you see what our grandparents went through like my grandma was 17 years old came up here from the south with nobody and like she built a whole family up here so it's just like it's a lot of strength in the women i know and it's like me you like i'm like yo i'm fortunate to be best friends with like a strong ass woman who is a true girl's girl like you like yeah. it's rare i i find that it's not a lot of girls girls these it's days not. but i feel like we are truly girls girls like yeah. we don't play about women <laughs> we will stop in the middle of the street to defend a woman whether yeah. she looks like she's experiencing houselessness or whether she looks like a million dollars we have literally defended women yeah like yeah i don't play that all all women yeah period <laughs> so it's just like you know a lot of love a lot of love for the girls so I hope y'all enjoyed the little picnic or whatever, you know. I yes. hope y'all was drinking wine, eating grapes, <laughs> vegan cheese. Yes. Oh, sorry, I got vegan cheese in the refrigerator. Oh, you do? Those same ones that we had before. <gasps> yep. Oh, bitch. 
Well, and that's <laughs> over, so we gotta go. Clearly, it's not a snack time over here. But you know, make sure y'all hit us up on the emails at blackgirlbrunch at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter at, at BLK Girl Brunch. Hit us up on Instagram at Black Girl Brunch. You can hit me up on Instagram at Imama Tay. You can hit me up on Twitter at It's Matei Sabria. And you can hit me up at FrankenFem underscore on Twitter. And it's FrankenFem on Instagram. Also, random, like, I really like this picnic idea. If y'all have any themes that y'all want us to talk about for, like, picnic ideas, then shit, send it to us. One thing about us, we're going to create a new format for the show. <laughs> always evolving. <laughs> we're always evolving. One thing about us, we got we got tea for the souls when we want to snap. Yeah. We got picnics when we just want to, like, share some love. Mm-hmm. We have, like, lunch breaks. when Yeah, it doesn't matter. The thing is, this is what you can do when it's just... You know, it's this is for us. Like we can all change it when we want to. It's so. your thing. Do what you want to do. Like Her. the man said. <laughs> all right. That's it. That's the show. Bye. Peace.